I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. Wait, no, hold on. I'm Dom. And I'm fucking Chris. And uh, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of We We Got Got Next. Next. Uh, This is going to be the gaming podcast for the double E. Shouts out to Ed and Eddie for letting us uh, educate you guys on the world of gaming and just our viewpoints of it. Big dogs. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, I think we should just let you guys know a little bit about ourselves. Uh, we're both in our in our younger 20s. Uh, I'm 22, not yeah, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah we both 22. Uh, both have been playing video games for a very long time. Um, both of us are currently on PS4s, but, I mean, this goes back to Super Nintendo's. Right, uh, N64, Sega Genesis, Fucking all Game those. Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. I was, you know, it just goes back so far. Like, when you start playing video games, you don't realize how long ago you actually started until you, like, look back at those games and play them again. Yeah, yeah, definitely, though, man. Uh, like, I still have my N64 and PlayStation 1. Uh, <laughs> but uh, on top of just letting you guys know that we've been playing for a while... Uh, I personally play a lot of sports games. Uh, I'm very heavy with Madden. Uh, I still like fighting games. I'm not great at them, but I like them. Uh, I like shooters. Really try to play as much as possible. Just of like different types of games. I want to be very well-rounded. Uh, we both try to be well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I play sports games too. I'm really more on 2K than Madden. I'm going to start playing Madden again though. I fell off like once you stop playing mad for a couple games the audibles the things they change it gets really hard to like just jump back into i'm gonna start playing Madden again i'm really big into shooters he plays call of duty mostly for zombies i play for online multiplayer so you get the best of both worlds honestly yeah no for any game that there's multiple game modes one of us plays one and the other one plays the other yeah man so uh we we get the whole thing covered um but on top of just <clears throat> giving our opinions on video games, uh, we're also going to be bringing you guys previews of games coming up, reviews of the hottest new releases. Uh, you can also hear us talking about some rumors going around the industry. Uh, if at some point we get enough followers and you guys are having problems with a certain game, uh, maybe we do a walkthrough. Um Maybe we find a way to set up a time to stream it for you guys or put it on YouTube. But we'll definitely get some of that for you guys. But we're also, but we're not just going to do this based off of strictly opinion. Uh, there will be some episodes we have done our research and we hit you guys with some science behind gaming. Yeah, man. Like, this... This podcast, I feel like it's going to be mostly fan service, you know? Of course. We want to play with the fans. We want to communicate with you guys. We Like, this is something we've always wanted to do. We always like to talk amongst each other, but why not share it with the world, you know? Exactly, man. At some point, you got to let everybody in on the conversation. Um, so let's just go ahead and dive right into a couple reviews. Um, the biggest release as of right now is Madden. 16, mainly because 2K and the rest of the sports games haven't started their rollouts yet. Uh, I did go pick up Madden uh, the day that it was released. We didn't have a midnight release at the GameStop I went to. Uh, so picked it up at uh, 9 in the morning, set my alarm, made sure I got it. 
Uh, and it's hard to put it down, man. Uh, they added a lot of new things this year uh, with the wide receivers and corners. And it's a lot of things that needed to be added. You change the way the receiver goes for the ball. Uh, you can have them purposely try to catch the ball at its highest point. But with doing that, they're open to some pretty heavy hits. So you could increase the chance of the injury there. Uh, possession catches now. Uh, just to make sure they catch the ball, but you're not running afterwards. They catch and fall. Yeah, they run after catch. And then run after catch, which has a higher chance of just dropping the ball yeah. by itself. And for corners, you can play the ball or play the receiver. So it definitely changes the way that the wide receivers match up. Uh, against the corners. As to the metagame of Madden, like, Madden's always had this crazy metagame of just, like, figuring out formation. Once you figure it out, you know, in previous Madden, once you figure out what something looks like, you can pretty much guess what they're going to do. Now, with, like, the run after catch, possessing catch, it changes the metagame to an extent. And as to, I feel like they did a good job with that. Oh, yeah, no, man. They did great with it. One thing that they added that they didn't give a lot of press about that I actually really enjoy it is a new running mechanic. Uh, so if you are behind the line of scrimmage and you're trying to do a dive play, so running straight behind the center into one of the guards, you can actually get the running back to get skinny and turn his shoulders left and right to hit a smaller gap. Is that like a button you have to press? Or yeah, it's just... a R1. Now, if you press R1 and you've already made it past the line, I'm sorry, I don't know what you do, but it's probably not what you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, like that little bitty mechanic, that definitely changes the run game. Uh, I, I play a lot of Ultimate Team. Ultimate Team is still looking great this year. They added a lot of brand new legends. The flashback cards are really good this year. They came out swinging. Uh, I'm really excited to see how this uh, this Madden plays out. Um, the rest of the things that they roll out this year, I would personally give it uh, maybe a 4.5 out of 5. Um, with all the things they added to the wide receiver, it's a little bit harder to be quarterback. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of new adjustments, so it's a little bit harder to be quarterback. But that's why it's only like 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5, okay. Because I, I can still get my 300 yards passing, and my running game is coming up this year. But just 4.5. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I'm probably going to play it here in a little bit, honestly. Oh, yeah. And, like, I've seen Draft Champs. I've watched people stream it. I've watched some of the big YouTubers play it, and it just looks like so much fun. And, like, just EA as a whole, they do such a good job. They make really good sports games. They make really good Madden games. And the Ultimate Team, how well they've done that, even though it is kind of a cash grab, but, you know, all Ultimate Team game modes are cash grabs. They always take care of business. They get good cards. They have players you want, and they make you want them. I mean, they don't release, you know, 99 overalls first day. Yeah. They release them over time, and the cards just get better and better. They have bundles, bonuses. They have the, the boxes this year. Yeah, yeah, the mystery box. Um, they started out really early. Last year, it was like around Christmas time. They had like the presents or yeah, something. Yeah, Christmas, they did presents. The mystery box was just to get people to get some of the bundles. It was a little added-on bonus. Uh, I got screwed out of my mystery boxes. I got... A practice field that I could play on, Ooh. and I also got the Texan Stadium with an open dome. Um, now, I did not get 94 overall of Danley and Tomlinson. I did not get any other players. Um, but you have a practice field, though. Yeah, I have a practice field that we can play real games on. Oh, I've noticed that. <laughs> I've noticed that in gameplay. I'm like, why are you playing with like, nobody there? It's a practice field. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But uh, with draft champions, for those who don't know, it's a 15-round draft. Um, it's a lot like fantasy football, but they give you three cards that you can possibly choose from. Uh, some will be elite. It will never be anything under than gold. Uh, but they give you a stock team of silvers. And as you play through, you'll kind of realize that some of the silvers are actually worth it. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to go get another quarterback if you've got Jimmy Gallar. Uh, I will mess up his last name to the end of time. Jimmy Gallarpo or whoever the backup is for Tom Brady. He's really good. They have really good tight ends that are silvers that they put in. Really good linebackers that are silvers. Um, but sometimes it's hard to skip over Ray Lewis and Derek Brooks and Tom Brady. It's, it's hard to skip some of those. So it, it really is that, what do I need yeah, and also, to make the best team? With also Madden, they did the team, what is it, the emphasis? The like short pass, yeah, long yeah, pass. Yeah. So I mean, you can have like an elite player that does not fit into your scheme at all. Or you can, like, a goal player fits in your scheme and helps your team overall. I mean, if you have, like, you can go for all elites, but you might get all elite linemen, and then at that point you're screwed. Or you can get, like, all elite defense and have a shitty offense. And when you're playing online against other people, it really shows how people think. Yeah, yeah. Because some people just go straight offense, and their defense is trash. Other people have, like, pretty balancing. They get a good good draft. Other people, like, don't get anything at all. Yeah. (laughs) You feel bad for them as you stomp them out. Yeah, yeah. I'm normally the one that doesn't get anything overall right now. I've been having a couple bad drafts, but... It's still really fun. It keeps you engaged. And uh, if you lose, you draft again. If you win four games, you win the championship and you draft again. So it's very fast-paced. So, yeah, four out of five or 4.5 out of five for me. Uh, We'll have him play it later and bring him – or next week have his review on Madden. Um, Another really big game that came out that I didn't know about until I went to GameStop. And was seeing ads there was Until Dawn. Um, Until Dawn is a, is a uh, story-based game, you could easily say. Um, but they included a brand new thing in gaming called the Butterfly Effect. Um, for those who don't know what the Butterfly Effect is, it's the same thing in real life. One decision changes the rest of the game. Um, and it's really important. Uh Because you were deciding the fate of eight people. Um, They all go up onto a mountain uh, to kind of just get together. Um, A year ago, there was a horrible accident um, that caused the death of two sisters. sisters, And eight friends go back to kind of keep a tradition alive that they know that the girls would have wanted. Things go haywire really fast. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It is very jump scare heavy. Yeah, it's very intense. Like, just the overall ambiance of the game. Like, you're walking through, like, this, like, wooded, snowy forest area on this mountain. Like, it's like a mountainside, like, lake house retreat. So, I mean, you're up there by yourself with these eight people. Yeah. The whole entire butterfly effect. Once you kind of realize that, in other games, they've done the butterfly effect to an extent where it's like, you know, people remember what you say. But the outcome is kind of just like, it's going to happen. You yeah. know what's going to happen. This game, one thing can change a lot of stuff. It can change whether someone runs away from you, walks to you, if you go left or right. It can change when someone dies, when they die, or if they die at all. So, I mean... Yeah, no. <clears throat> I had uh, one person die from something that I did not realize was going to get him killed. 
Um, I actually missed the clue that was supposed to save his life. Um, and they told me. They said, oh, this character didn't find that clue, so this character died. Um, and then at the very last decision, I killed three people. Uh, so I did horrible. Way to go, Dom. Yeah, so uh, I saved four. But that one, I give it a perfect five out of five. I love it. Um, it has replayability. Yeah, because it, there's so many things that can happen. Interesting story development. It's just, it's a good overall story. It'd be a, it'd have been a good movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They had star power. They had Hayden Panettiere. I can't. I'm gonna butcher her name. Yeah, everybody butchers they, her name. They had man. a bunch of like young actors. You probably seen like from TV shows and stuff. They had star power. Actual actors playing the characters. They face scanned them in. They did the voices and everything. It looks beautiful. Oh, amazing. Uh, I mean, you see facial expressions to the slightest degree. You can tell when somebody's slightly upset. Um, it, it looks amazing. You're, you're totally playing a movie. And I mean, you say that a lot when you're like, you know, you played Last of Us. If you played Last of Us, you're like, I'm playing a movie. You played any of the Uncharted. I feel like I'm playing a movie. This game is like playing a movie. All right, to the so he, he was talking about the star power in this thing. And again, there is Hayden Panettiere. There's also Peter Stormont, Stormare, Stormare. Yeah, there it is. Brett Dalton, uh, Rami Malik, um, <laughs> Galadriel <laughs> Steinman. I butchered that. Noah Fleece, Joe, Jordan Fisher, Nicole Bloom, Megan Martin, um, Larry Fethsedin, uh, Ellie. Oh, there's just so many people. There's so many top actors. Young actors. Yeah, these are these, these aren't like you know you're not getting Steven Seagal, you're not getting yeah. like those guys. You're like, oh, that's Jack Nicholson. You're getting like young people who have been either in like a sitcom, TV shows. Hayden Panettiere was starting Heroes. Yeah, I mean like people like that, and you've probably seen them around. And yeah, and once you once you go into the extra bonus features, which I absolutely do say go look at it was awesome then you start realizing who these people are for real yeah because with the game i mean yeah it's face scanned and they look a lot like their characters but there's just that certain element of i know you but i don't know you while you're playing the game right right um another thing i don't want to necessarily do a review but i want to go ahead and have this be our transition to talking about previews is mortal kombat x they just announced combat pack 2 uh, with four brand new characters. They have not released the characters' names, but they did release silhouettes for three of them. And three of them, like, NPC characters that are actually inside the game. One of them is, like, a stock one, so it's up in the air. People are still holding out for Spawn. I know I am. I want yeah, Spawn to be no, in the game. Yeah, no, I think it'll be great. Um, but it's Bo Raichel's silhouette is, yeah. is what it looks yeah, it, like. It's like Bo Raichel. Let us preface. This is what it looks like. We are not saying these yeah. characters are in the game. Yeah, you can look this up too. Like, you look up the silhouette for Combat Pack 2 and you can look at the characters and go back to the game and actually see like stuff on their costumes that looks like it's in the silhouette. So, I mean, outside of the one that looks like just like a stock one, it's kind of bulky. It doesn't look anything. Bo Raichel, um, Baraka, which is a fan favorite. Kids love Baraka. And the last one is kind of debatable. It looks like Smoke from the game. But a lot of people are holding out for Noob Cybot, 
or the actual cyborg Sector and Cyrax, which I think they could do Smoke, Sector, and Cyrax as one character. And the, with the three variations, each of them be their own character within the same, like, just look. I feel like that could work. I mean, they did a great job with the first combat pack. All the characters were, like, useful and good. This is, like, one of the first Mortal Kombat's where, like, I can literally play with any character and I feel like they have their uses, they have their niches. It was so well done with the variations. You change the metagame of playing against other people. Instead of just being like, okay, this character always beats out, you know, Noob always beats Ermac. Now Ermac's certain variation will beat out this person's certain variation. And it's just like a good metagame, especially in online. Or just playing with friends, it's just fun. Um, and with this, um, there's already been people uh, for the PC version of Mortal Kombat X that have been able to hack into the code mm -hmm. and um, they were able to use Baraka. Yeah, yeah. His game or his moveset and animations are already incorporated onto the disc. So that is definitely... It, I'm, it makes it sound as if he's going to be in. It really does. Um, but um, there's been a lot of speculation, like you've already said. Um, but the newest speculation right now is that um, it's it's Bo Rai Chow and Baraka, but the Joker. The Joker? That would be an interesting ad. That yeah. really would, because they're, they're already working on the next Injustice game, which I feel like is going to be amazing. I feel like the next the first one was, was I, perfect. I think the next Injustice game is just going to elaborate on the variations of this game, which is superheroes. But I think if they add the tag battle to Injustice, which is what the first one needed in the first place. Yeah. I'm going to love that game forever. But the Joker, that would be interesting. And plus, like, with how the Mortal Kombat X is, it's a lot more dark than the other Mortal Kombats. The other is. ones are kind of cartoony. Like, the last few ones have been cartoony, and the fatalities have not been as gruesome as they are now. Like, this one, it's very visceral when you, like, kill somebody in this game. So I can see the Joker not only fitting in, but being a character people want to play as. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I want to see his fatalities. I want to see his brutalities. I want to, like, hear what he has to say to people before he, like, starts to fight them. That would be interesting. I like that. Yeah, no, man. It, I, I really think that would be one that I could see them doing. WB is the one that makes the games, um, along with the yeah. NetherRealm Studios. Yeah. But uh, the two of them combined up to make Injustice. So I really think that they could do another crossover, like putting Scorpion in Injustice. Yeah. And I think the Joker would be the one character from be, Injustice that, that would, would fit. fit. I mean, um, maybe like Doomsday. Doomsday. Doomsday could, especially since they added Tremor. Like, Tremor versus Doomsday, yeah. I, I feel like that would be a really good matchup. And it, they only have, like, one big hulking character. They normally have, like, a couple big hulking big characters in fighting games. They really only have one, and that's a Ferrator. So, I mean, I could see... Well, they also have Goro. Oh, yeah, they have Goro. And they have um, the Sun God. Oh, yeah, but... But nobody uses them. No, no one really uses uh, If you use Goro, I mean, I'm not going to play against you, personally. <laughs> he got too many moves that are unblockable and... He, he's really good. Yeah, they, they might have overpowered him, but that's a discussion for a different episode, of course. <laughs> um, but for now that we are with these previews... Um, Right now, it is September 12th. Uh, we're going to have this out tomorrow. 
so with what has not came out yet, what are you what are you looking forward to, man? I am looking forward to Skylander Supercharged. That does look good. Uh, as a 22 year old man, I know I shouldn't say that I want to go play with figurines, but I really do, man. This new one looks good. Uh, I've played some of the past ones. Um, I played the original, and I played um, the the twist. Swap Force. The swap Force, yes. Yeah, and they're really good, really just fun. And there is a certain level of I need an adult for a child to play it, and for adults, there's that certain level of I want to find everything. Yeah. That makes it enjoyable. Classic um, platformer type. Oh yeah, game. classic platformer. It is in a 3D realm. But with the new one, they've added cars. Um, <laughs> Kid crack. <laughs> yes. And, uh, well no, no, it's not only cars. It's also underwater vehicles as well as planes. Uh, so I really, I got to see a little bit of the game footage with cars. I really want to see the game footage with the plane. I think yeah. underwater and the plane are going to kind of match each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really want to see what it looks like with one of those. But for those of you that have uh, a Nintendo Wii U, there's going to be exclusive characters just for you. So that might be the system that I pick it up on, having a Wii U. But you could play as Bowser and Donkey Kong, I believe is what they said at E3, uh, with specialized cars just for them as well. And uh, I got to see a little bit of the footage with Donkey Donkey Kong. And a lot of his moves that you uh, use in the game are taken from Super Smash Bros. Oh, okay. So it's like the ground and pound, the supercharged punch. Um, so it looks like it could be really cool. Bowser, I th- think, has the fire breath. Okay. Um, so I think it's going to be something that is definitely a must-get if you have kids. Uh, it's something that you can both do together, and that's that's the big thing that Skylanders went after was having parents playing with their kids, and I think they nailed it, man. They did. I mean, like you got to give give them props, like just for the idea of having these figurines that you know you don't have to have every single character. You can only buy the ones that you want. I mean, kids are gonna want all of them, but as like a twenty two year old man child, I know that there are gonna be characters that just aren't for me. I don't like them. Not very cool. So I don't have to play with them. I don't have to use them. I can just, like, you know, buy the ones I want. And with each reiteration of the Skylands, because it's basically the same game, in my opinion, but it has changed things. Like, the first set was the original. Then they had Giants, which they had giant figurines. Then it was the Swap Force. And you could uh, break those in half. Yeah, and switch out the top. With magnets. Yeah. And then when you put it back... um, with the random combination, the game recognized that combination. Yeah, and it changed the character um, so slightly. Yeah, they just made Trap Team. Yeah. Um, trap you, Team. You could trap the enemies and take them and use them too. Yes. It was... I didn't play it personally. I know a lot of people that did. I know a lot of people that are still playing it. Uh, trying to get that last hidden item yeah. that they don't have yet. Um... But yeah, no, I think that one's going to be really good. Really good. Um, me and Chris got to see a little bit of footage. Um, I think it was Wednesday. And got to just see... I think we only saw one character's actual moveset. But they it looked like they did it well. Again, 
They take the character's look and make it. Yeah. They, I think that's what they really do. Is they, I want a character that looks like this. All right, well, what would this character do as an attack? And they make it work for a kids' game. Yeah, they just, and, make, they just make really cool characters. Like, oh yeah, just just to even look at the figurines, like it'll be something you would get out of a like a nerd box or yeah, yeah, you know, and just like I would put this somewhere. This thing looks pretty cool. Yeah, like the toys you play with as a kid, or like cartoons you watch as a kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I like that that Spyro is what inspired them for it. Yeah, yeah. so it made it easier for you know the twenties that have kids to go play it because they know Spyro. Yeah, and even you know thirty know Spyro. You know my dad's you know older, but he he played Spyro you with me. Disclose the information. We cannot disclose. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. But no, he played it with me, so when he got it from my sister, he was like, alright, well, I just give me Spyro, I know that, you know? If they give out Crash Bandicoot, though, I'm buying it. I'm oh, buying man. One of them. They got me. Um, another thing, we can't talk about games that are about to come out and not mention these two titles, um, Fallout 4 and Black Ops 3. These two are going to shut down. Down GameStops, Walmarts, uh, Best Buys, anywhere that you can pre-order a game. Um, you have no choice but to go get this at midnight. If you pick it up at ten the next day, you're too far behind. Especially Black Ops, especially Call of Duty. Call of Duty in general, it's a game of just I'm gonna get this done first. Yeah, it's a game of persistence. Yeah. Um, if you take time off, you're done. You, it's it. You got to work back to where you were. Yeah, because people are constantly playing getting better, and it's just it, it's just a good it's just Black Ops Three was such a good beta, and I, I have to buy it. I'm I'm digitally downloading it, so I'm gonna get it the day before, so I can play it at midnight, and then Fallout Four. I'm actually debating if I want to get that or not because I'm not really into story driven games because I can't I don't have the focus just to sit down and play for a while, but Fallout Three was such a good game and Fallout Vegas. That I just like, I'm gonna have to pick it up. I'm gonna have to play for a little bit. Um, and I like the promotion that Fallout 4 has taken. They released a game uh, for Android and iOS. Um, it's called Fallout Shelter. It's uh, free to download. There are in-game purchases, but unlike other games with the in-game purchases on your phones, these feel more worth it like i can understand better why people are buying things um because it's hard to find guns and making sure you got enough electricity and the water and the food i mean you build water supply places and things like that but sometimes you do need a little bit of a boost you could have overbuilt on accident and now you need more power than what you're making but um I, I play the thing on my uh, tablet, and I can't turn on my tablet and not go look at my shelter. Yeah. Um, I have a radio station now, so I get one new person into the shelter at like a certain time increment, because uh, they get attracted to the shelter. And um, it really... they This is probably one of the best tablet games I've ever played. Or mobile games ever. Um, it's more addicting in my opinion than Flappy Bird. It's 
more Flappy. well thought out than Angry Birds. Flappy Bird wasn't really addicting. It was just like, at a certain point, it pissed you off so much. You're like, I gotta beat this shit. Or True. you saw one of your friends do really good, and you're just like, I can't let you know. Tom beat me, and Tom, you know, has no thumbs. Like, yeah, he can't beat me, so I have to beat him. Yeah, no, that that's that's true. That's true. But uh, this is still the best one I've ever played. Um, a game that is coming out. I think it came out last night, uh, and that's Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Uh, since it did come out last night, I have not gone and picked it up yet. Um, but. It is a little big planet for Mario. That's the best way that I can describe it. Um, I don't know if there's any developer-made levels to kind of get you started. I think um, I've seen like clips of like you know the trailer and stuff, and they were playing through levels, and you have to like add things to it to get to certain areas, and you can switch between like Paper Mario. Like a uh, 16-bit Mario and like 3D Mario, so things change with that, and it just—I I like the idea of being able to make a Mario level. Yeah, that's, and that's that's just that's basically for the most part what the game yeah. is going to be. You make levels, the world can play them, and you can play the world's levels. Uh, I think I am going to wait a little bit longer to go pick that up, just for the simple fact of too many trolls are going to go get this immediately. <laughs> too many people are going to make a course that. You're just walking through it, and then at the very end is a tower that you can't jump over of the bullet bills or something, <laughs> and they all fire at the same time, so you have to die. Uh, there's going to be somebody that makes an unpassable jump, um, puts three Bowsers in the same area. Like Something is going to happen that makes it un- unbeatable. So I need people to start to make realistic levels, and then I'll go back and go get See, that. See, that, that person will probably be me because I've always said I wanted to make an unbeatable game. A game that was just, it was barely beatable beforehand, but once you get to the final, last 30 minutes of it, just have something so ridiculous and hard you just can't do. Not impossible, but just so hard that it's like almost impossible. So this is a huge, steep learning curve just to, just to mess with people. I think that'd be hilarious. I think people will buy it just for that to beat it. It'd be a good sell, you know. Like, I mean, hardcore gaming like Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, it sells because the game is so hard. The game is really hardest to play, and so I could see someone wanting to be like, I could, I could beat this game. I could beat this challenge. I could see that, yeah. And that would be the the biggest sell. I mean, yeah. you got to think Slenderman, for yeah. the most part, nearly impossible to beat. Mm-hmm. The further you get, the harder it gets, and then you grab seven of the eight pages and i swear it's every turn he's right in front of you and it's impossible to make that move but um i think that that's this that's something i gotta wait for um i was showing him i was showing chris the trailer uh last night but there is this um football game coming out in i think two weeks uh, I'm not 100% sure on the date. Yeah, I think it's the 22nd. Yeah, the 22nd. Um, it is called Blood Bowl 2, and I will be picking it up. <laughs> um, it is a turn-based football game where you can kill the opponent on the field. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like humans. It's not like 
using the New York Jets versus the Giants. Yeah, be, no. Honestly. There'd be some problems. Yeah, I mean, if that was a new Blitz, I'd probably pick it up. Like, if that's how Blitz was. But, you know, it, it's more or less like ogres and like. There, uh, if you pick it up from GameStop, actually, at the pre-order, you get Lizardmen. You get Lizardmen, yeah. So, it's like, it's kind of cartoony style. And like, what, I want to say like medieval? Almost, yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like know. a medieval setting. Yeah. Um, but graphically, it looks really good. I really want to give it a shot. I might go get the demo first um, because I just want to figure out the mechanics of if it's going to be something that I really want to play. Uh, but the thing that I heard about it was if you play online, um, their online works exactly like Ultimate Team of Madden, so you got to get the cards. But if I kill one of your players, your card just melts away and it's gone forever and hmm. you have to pull another one and i like that concept that's cool i mean like you can have like one game players and stuff like that i think that'd be cool but also i just from that trailer i was intrigued but i would have to see more gameplay because at times i didn't understand what was going on yeah and i was just like these are not turn-based as you just keep on going you know, or maybe it was just because of the trailer. It was trying to show off a lot. Yeah. Sometimes with trailers, they do do that. They show off so much where it's like, is it, you know, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. So I actually have to, like, either see someone playing this, like a streamer or somebody playing this, or just, like, you know, actually just watch gameplay from a developer. Yeah, man. If I can ever find the demo, I will, uh, I'll definitely stream it and let you know when I'm about to stream it. Um, but besides that, um, there's there's so many games coming up in the in the future months before even the year is over. Well, I mean, right after Blood Bowl, can we just not skip over 2K? Because 2K is coming out. Let, let's talk about the 25th it. if you pre-order the game, and it comes out on the 29th for the whole world to enjoy. And this game looks so good. I mean, 2K almost lost me because. With how NBA Live has been coming for them these last couple of years, they've, they've progressively gotten better. And this year, NBA Live 16 has a lot of things they just threw out there where it's like, you know, they're trying to get, they're going for 2K's neck right now. Yeah. But, you know, 2K16 looks really good. They changed the planting. Like, you actually have foot plants and stuff. So, you, like, the movement and everything has changed. Um, the defense actually reacts two players so there's no baseline cheese apparently you can't just run to the baseline oh. players actually move around according to how things are going and if you know let's say you're using the thunder yeah and i'm using the grizzlies the grizzlies will you know put their best defenders on kevin durant you can do it yourself but if he's scoring like 25 points in the first quarter they're not just going to double team all the time they're going to actually like put better defenders they're going to use ice and like the game actually retroactively like adjust to how people play which i think is going to be a huge addition the passing's better the player movement is so much more smoother players don't just like cut for no reason they cut with purpose they bump into each other a lot better it's just it looks like an amazing basketball game it's probably gonna have its quirks everyone does every yeah. single one does everyone these games that come out every single year gonna have his like problems and quirks but i definitely feel like 2k16 is going to be one of those ones where we're gonna look back and we're gonna be like, this is this one totally changed the game. I can easily see that, man. Um, from what I've seen, 
It's definitely something I'm picking up day one. It's not something I'm going to play around with. If I'm playing it, I'm playing it because it looks good. Yeah. Um, 2K just, they just do a hell of a job just making their games look really good. I remember when we first got the PlayStation 4, and was it 2K13? Uh, it was 13? or Who was on the cover? No, it was 2K14. Yeah, because uh, LeBron was on the cover. Yeah, it was 2K14. We had on PlayStation 3, we played that. And we were like, this game is okay. We got PlayStation 4. We looked at how the players looked. That's just that stark change, whereas everything has changed overnight. They looked realistic. It was like you're actually playing an NBA game. Then it's been elaborating on that every single year. It looks better and better. They added mouthpieces. Now players have specific, like, you know, pre their pregame rituals look different. They actually feel more personal. They, you know, chew on their mouthpieces. When they shoot the ball, they can will the ball in. Or if it's like a really good shot, like a green release, some players will actually just turn around and run back down the court before the ball even hits the net. And it's like little things like that adds to the ambiance in the game. It's like you're actually playing the NBA game. Yeah. Flashy passes, things like that. It's just such a – they're doing such a good job with that. Oh, yeah, man. It's definitely something that if you like watching basketball, pick it up. Give like, it a shot. If you like playing any sport, sort of sports video game, just pick it up. Just just try it. Try it out. Yeah, just try it out. It's really fun. Um, I was an NBA Live player until um, I think it was um, I think it was 2K12. 2K12, yeah. That's, that's the one with like, I think that's the one with Jordan on the front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the big one. Everybody changed over to 2K. Yeah, that's when I stopped playing NBA Live. Um, and they stopped making them too. I mean, they they're coming back. They they actually are releasing. I think the same day on the 29th. Yes. And they have a lot of good things in their game. I'm actually gonna pick that game up and check it out. The last two, the first one I did not pick up because it looked like crap. Looked like cheeks. The gameplay was cheeks. Whole entire thing was cheeks. But they progressively got better throughout the year after they released it. Uh, what two K? Not two K. Um, NBA Live 15 came out. Graphics got better. Gameplay got better. Their ultimate team picked up. And you know it's EA, so their ultimate team is always pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now NBA NBA Live 16 has only elaborated on the things that NBA Live 15 did well. And they're getting better. That's what makes me want to pick up the game. Because they're showing so much promise. They're getting better every single year. That's what I'm hearing, man. Uh, and NBA Live, I want to go back. But at the same time, I don't want to go back. I really like 2K it, now. It, it's hard. It's hard. It's just like if 2K released a football game, you couldn't just leave Madden. Because what you know, and unless it was like flat out just better, you're not just going to leave Madden. You're not going to just leave 2K. 2K is the best basketball game out right now. By far. But NBA Live is like steadily trying to get back to where it was. So I could see I could see that happening in the next like you know four or five years where you actually have people who are debating this like you know, I want to pick up this game or this game. Yeah, but, true. But man. right now I'll probably just get both and just mess around both of them. But yeah, the, that game, Two K and Black Ops, those things gave me life. There's actually a demo for NBA Live I think next week coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. Get to mess around a little bit, have some fun. Yeah. Um, but there's so many games coming out. Uh, Battlefront, Halo 5, Uncharted 4, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, you got the new Need for Speed, which I'm excited for. Rise of the Tomb Raider. 
Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, which I'm amazed that they're still making those. Rainbow Six Siege, which looks amazing. The brand new Star Fox. Um, Battleborn, which is made by the same people that made the Borderlands series. Um, and one that isn't coming out till next year, but I was going to hold off on talking about it, but my interest is still so high, is Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Um, I remember playing Mario Tennis on my N64. Uh, I'm excited to see it back. So, I, I, oh God, I cannot wait for this to come out. I'm going to play it like every day. I have my Wii U just set up for it. It's ready to go. If I could go in and hack into their servers and change the release date, I would. Yeah, I mean, these... Nintendo does such a good job making games that you can just play with your friends. Like, I could play Madden with you. I could play, you know, Zombies on Call of Duty with you. But nothing beats playing with, like, Smash Brothers, playing Mario Kart, playing Mario Tennis. Even the old ones. I've gone back and played the old N64 games. All Nintendo consoles have, like, this, just, like, this feel about them where it's, like, I'm going to sit down with my, you know, four other friends or something and play this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have Mario Golf in my N64 right now. Uh, I got to get new controllers, but... Um, I should have some. Oh, then I'm going to just borrow yours. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, we want to be able to play with you guys. We want the ability to communicate with our viewers. So uh, we will be setting up a Twitter page... Um, probably just at we got next. We'll let you guys know in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. But for right now, I want somebody to answer this trivia question. Uh, let's go the first five people that can answer the trivia question correctly. Um, we will find a way to get a hold of you guys. Yeah, if you leave a comment on the SoundCloud. Yeah, on the SoundCloud. Or this is posted, we can, you know, get back to you. I'm pretty sure you can send messages on SoundCloud. Yeah, I can send messages on SoundCloud. At the same time, this is going to be shared all over Facebook. So we'll look at the timestamps. And, you know, if you do it on Facebook, if you comment on Twitter, if you comment on SoundCloud, we'll find it. Um, but... Let's go the first five, and if you got a PlayStation 4 or even a PlayStation 3, uh, we'll f- try to find a way to play a game either against you. We can play with you. If you just want to add us as a friend yeah, on PlayStation Network. Um, but you got to be one of the first five to answer this trivia question. Who was the first two characters not from... The Mortal Kombat universe to be in Mortal Kombat. Uh, we'll go ahead. You know what? I think that we do need to drop maybe one hint on this one. Um, it's not from Mortal Kombat X, but the Mortal Kombat before this. MK9. MK9 is the first time that they released characters that were not part of the Mortal Kombat universe into the game. If you can give us the two characters that were released into that game that were not from that, um, we'll definitely find a way to get a hold of you guys. Uh, We could play Mortal Kombat. If you want to play against us, one of us, let us know. 
Um, but yeah, if you guys can name those two. Um, but there's one more thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, January is the alleged release date, but the Oculus Rift for the PlayStation is supposed to be released. Uh, the footage that they did have of people wearing it, uh, they showed what the person sees. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had you inside of a shark tank, dropped you in the water and had a shark attack. And as he's turning his head, you're looking all through the water. Um, Xbox also debuted theirs. I do not remember what it is called, and I apologize to the to the Microsoft fans out there. Um, I didn't like Microsoft's mainly because the games they tried to incorporate it with that were already made. They want to use it with Minecraft. Huh. And um, instead of giving you the first person view from Minecraft, which if they had done that, changes, changes the, the game. game. Yeah, it changes um, everything. What they decided to do was it, you get an overview of your land, basically. But if you walk into a tunnel, it like it just like chops off the top of the mountain, so you can continuously so you, see what so you're, you're doing. Looking down, yeah, you, down. it's always an eagle eye view. Oh, okay, but I mean, if you step to the side. Um, like, you'd, be, you'd set it up on your table, right? That Your mm-hmm. table would be your land. And if you step to the side, well, now you get, like, a side view. Like a side view. That's kind of cool, but... Yeah, um, I, I like what they were going for. I think they just need a little bit of change with it. But I like the first-person viewpoint for games. I yeah. think that sports games definitely could use it. Yeah, um, I mean, with sports games... Because we talked about this yesterday, too. I, I suggested, and again, I am copywriting this. I said this to him, like, I'm copywriting this. No one's ever thought of this. What if you're watching two YouTubers play 2K, and you had your Oculus Rift on, or whatever the Microsoft, your, your visual on, and you got to sit inside of the crowd while the two players were playing the game? Just think about that. You're watching a game of Madden from the crowd, virtually, and it's two other people playing it. That's That would be huge for esports. And I feel like games are going that direction with how much connectivity and sharing we have. I mean, the PlayStation, Xbox, you can, you can stream, you can share, you can save clips and everything. At a point, we're going we're gonna to reach a point very soon where I can literally put on my Oculus Rift, join your stream, and be a person inside the crowd and just sit there and watch the game from like a crowd perspective. And, and I, think, I think that's something that absolutely needs to happen. Um, I, I, like I even told you yesterday, I think that's one of the best ideas I have ever heard when it comes to virtual reality with gaming. Um, but the other thing that we talked about is the potential downside of this Oculus Rift. Um, with video game graphics continuously pushing the limit, becoming more real of reality. Yeah. Um, it's already video games have already gotten so much flack. For, you know, you know, people kill each other, shoot each other, and people will, you know, find reasons to blame, you know. Oh, he played so much, you know, Call of Duty, he decided to go shoot up the school. Well, at a point, you know, we continue down this, you know, virtual reality, Oculus Rift, things of that nature. People, some people cannot tell between, you know, reality and what's not reality. And if you're wearing a headset 
with these super hyper realistic graphics. Not even super, they're hyper realistic at this point. With uh, headphones. With headphones, and I'm like shooting people. Not only do I become desensitized to it, where it's like, you know, the blood and guts and stuff doesn't really scare me, but also it's like, I feel like I can do this. Like, this is, you know, this is my reality. Because there have been plenty of times I play like Grand Theft Auto, and this is, I'm talking about older Grand Theft Auto, not even like the newest one, and I'll go drive my car, and I'll be like, I can like get through there, I can skip, I can go around this person, I can go speed, go through this light real fast, I don't want to sit here, because I've been playing Grand Theft Auto. I'm not saying I did any illegal crimes or anything, but I've had that mindset where I'm like, I'm going to go around this person real quick. And I realized, oh, I'm in real life. I can't do this. Like, I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. I'm hurt somebody. And I could see, you know, younger, more impressionable people or people who just can't, you know, genuinely tell what's reality and what's not reality have problems with that, you know, going down a very dark path with this. Especially with, like, shooting games. And just, like, in general. I mean, because, you know, movies have to synthesize us. You see so much stuff. Like, all horror movies now are just, like, blood and guts, really. It's not just about, like, jump scares and scary stuff. It's, like, you know, visceral things you're seeing. Things that make you kind of squirm. And we're just desensitized to it. Online, you know, you see a whole bunch of videos. Facebook postings of, like, you know, people getting their heads chopped off. And it's just, like, everyday stuff. So how video games are going, I can see that being possibly a problem. Or or at least or at least being a reason why people blame video games for more violence. Definitely a reason why people blame video games for violence. Oh, yeah. Which, um, we'll probably have to do an episode about that. Because there's been a lot of research into that. And yeah. that's something that I definitely do want to talk about. Um, but, I will go ahead and... Uh, say that we should probably end this uh, first episode. So one more time, if you guys can name us the two non-Mortal Kombat Universe characters from Mortal Kombat 9, we'll find a way to either add you on the PlayStation Network, we will uh, play you guys in a game of your choice, we'll find some sort of way to uh, to uh, make sure that we're connecting with you guys. Um We'll probably start doing some more live streaming. Um, yeah. We didn't film this one on Periscope, but we'll, after we get our Twitter page set up, we will definitely have something on Periscope so that you guys can kind of watch us talk about it too. Um, I will not say the trivia question on Periscope, though. You got to listen to the podcast for the trivia question. I'm not having anybody get in early because he was on yeah. the Periscope. And we might... I might want to do, like, a Periscope giveaway. So, like, you can tune into the Periscope. Maybe we ask a question just for you guys. Yeah. And, like, you guys answer early so that we can post. You know, we actually post the the podcast or video to YouTube. Cause we, we were talking about doing YouTube, too. Oh, we yeah. We can put in the description or put down, these guys got the Periscope question right. Get in touch with us. You know, we're going to get in touch with you guys. Oh, yeah. And, like and, and we'll probably do the Periscope thing and ask a question beforehand and then... If somebody answers it correctly, you know what? We could just possibly bring it up right then and there. Um, but it'll be something different than the podcast question. So, uh, my name is Dominique. Our name is Chris. And uh, we, we got, got next. next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first episode. I got to throw Madden in so I can show this dude what I'm talking about. Oh, um, hookah. Yeah.
So we got a few things we got to get done today. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first episode. Appreciate it, And we will catch you guys next week with our reviews of brand new games that are going to be released. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it, fellas.